Yesterday on Mini Monsters, we started a list of 20 serial killers who have never been caught, covering number 20 straight through to 11. Today, we are going to do part two of that list with 10 right down to one. So let's get right into it with number 10, the West Mesa Bone Collector. On February 2nd, 2009, the bodies of multiple women were found buried together. They were mostly sex workers and had all gone missing between 2001 and 2005. The gruesome discovery was made by a woman on the West Mesa of Albuquerque, New Mexico, who noticed a human bone while walking her dog. The investigation and excavation ensued and 11 bodies were discovered, bringing police to believe the work to be that of a serial killer. While there have been very few leads, investigators suspect that the killings might be linked to the yearly state fair which draws large crowds and the sex workers to the area. Number 9. The Atlanta Ripper in 1911, the Atlanta Ripper began their killing streak. By the year's end, anywhere from 15 to 21 women's deaths were connected to the murder or murderers. The victims of the Ripper were all dispatched the same way, their throats deeply slit. Each of the women was black and in their 20s. It wasn't until the sixth murder that police began to consider the possibility of a serial killer. Some speculate that the lack of a lead as well as racial, racial prejudice at the time led to the delay of the investigation investigation and they're ultimately being dismissed. While several men were arrested, no charges were ever brought to court and the case remains unsolved. Number 8. Jack the Stripper, aka Hammersmith Nudes Murderer. This murderer appeared and disappeared from the streets of London in the mid-1960s. This maniac earned the moniker Stripper by virtue of his habit of undressing his victims before dumping them. The victims and two other possible victims were all between the ages of 21 and 30 and frequently bore similar pain fleck marks which was taught to point to where the murderer worked. However, despite evidence found, no arrest was made. John Durost, Chief Superintendent of Scotland Yard, had identified one Mongo Ireland as the most probable culprit. Unfortunately, around the time a possible link was made to Ireland, he took his own life. The truth of his guilt or innocence died with him. Number 7. The Phantom Killer the Texarkana Moonlight Murderers have spawned several urban legends and films, but in 1946, for the residents of the twin cities of Texarkana, Texas, and Texarkana, Arkansas, it was all too real. The first attack came against Jimmy Hollis and his girlfriend, Mary Larry. No way. <laughs> Anyway, the pair were parked in a car on a secluded stretch of road known as Lover's Lane. Sound familiar? Both survived, though Hollis sustained skull injuries and Larry was assaulted. About one month later, another couple wasn't so lucky. Three weeks later, two teens were shot and killed. After that, a married couple was attacked, but only the husband died. Hollis and Larry were the best lead for the killer's appearance, stating he wore a white hood, but when he stopped, so did investigations. Number six, the servant girl annihilator. Between 1884 and 1885, the people of Austin, Texas were reeling in shock from a seemingly endless string of brutal murders. Each murder took place while the victim were in the so-called safety of their own beds. The servant girl annihilator's name was devised by writer O. Henry in a letter penned to a friend remarking, Town is fearfully dull, except for the frequent raids of the servant girl annihilators, who make things lively in the dull hours of the night. 
that's one way to discuss an axe murderer. The murders ended suddenly on Christmas Eve 1885. Some believe they only stopped as he had boarded ship to begin his reign of terror elsewhere. Number 5. Oakland County Killer aka The Babysitter Over the course of about a year in the late 1970s, two boys and two girls went missing in Oakland County, Michigan. Their bodies were discovered later in public areas. These crimes led to the largest murder investigation in US history up to that time. Several witnesses came forward but provided no concrete leads. One witness claimed to have seen one of the boys talk to a man in a blue AMC gremlin, prompting investigators to inquire after every gremlin owner in the county. But answers about the killer or killer remain elusive number four Charlie Chopoff this vicious killer was known for targeting African-American boys. He earned his ghoulish moniker from the brutal injuries he would inflict upon his victims. One of Charlie's victims did, however, survive his attacks, and in 1974, police apprehended a suspect, Erno Soto, caught in the act of kidnapping a Puerto Rican boy. Soto was brought in for questioning. The surviving boy said he thought he looked like his attacker, but couldn't be sure. Despite confessing to one of the murders in Ma- at Manhattan State Hospital, a psychiatric institution at which Soto was a patient. They claimed Soto couldn't be guilty but did say it was possible he could have slipped out of their watch. Number 3 The Bigfoot Killer The Bigfoot Killer is the name given to an unidentified American serial killer who raped and murdered seven girls and women in Detroit between February and October 1975. All of the victims were engaged in prostitution and impoverished, with their killings taking place in the Cass Corridor neighborhood. The perpetrator chose young girls aged 16 to 22 who prostituted themselves on the streets as victims. In early 1975, he committed at least four rapes with these victims going to the police and describing his appearance from which a facial composite was created. Between February 16th and October 20th, the offender killed a total of seven women, five black and two white. During the investigation, witnesses reported that the killer had driven a beige Oldsmobile and after offering $15 in exchange for sexual services, he lured the victims into his car, after which he threatened them with a knife, beat, rape and sodomized them and finally strangled them. He was described as a muscular tall African American with facial hair and an afro likely between the ages of 30 and 35 according to police he may have suffered from acromegaly since according to testimonies and other evidence he had large hands and feet as a result of this he was nicknamed Bigfoot After this information was revealed to the public at the end of 1975, a number of NGO activists and several hundred residents of the Cass Corridor organized a rally in front of the police station, accusing the authorities of negligence due to the victim's social status. They appealed to the city's administrative bodies demanding an investigation and subsequent punishment of officials because they refused to disclose information about the ongoing killings and were unable to take proper precautions. To back up their claims, the protesters showed a police leaflet describing the killer's appearance, which included a telephone number for communication, but was unavailable to use at night. Representatives of law enforcement denied these allegations, claiming that enough was being done. 
During the investigation, a black Detroit native, 29-year-old Carl Mayweather Jr., was arrested on January 27, 1976, during an attempted rape of a woman in River Rouge and subsequently considered a prime suspect. Mayweather came from a rich family and held a leadership position in a small company owned by his father, but it was revealed that he had previously been prosecuted on charges of assaulting women, for which he was given a suspended sentence. Since he was tall, athletic, wore size 12.5 shoes and physically matched the killer's description, after he was charged with rape and robbery in February 1976, authorities looked into the possibility that he was the Bigfoot killer. However, over the following months, it was established that Mayweather had a solid alibi for at least four of the murders and thus no further charges were brought against him, eliminating him as an suspect. The Bigfoot killer was never captured and remains unidentified to this day. Number two, Jack the Ripper. One of the most notorious cases in history, this unidentified serial killer sent the Whitechapel district of London into a panic in the late Victorian era after a series of ghastly murders were uncovered. It's hard to think of another killer who has inspired as much lore, research or theories over his identity. In part because of the extreme brutality of the killings and the taunts the killer sent to the frustrated police, his name was taken on an almost fabled aspect. The most famous tease came in the form of the From Hell letter, which was sent with half a kidney of one of the victims he claimed to have eaten the other half. Number 1. The Zodiac Killer Undoubtedly the most elusive killer in American history, the Zodiac Killer is like something straight out of a Hollywood nightmare. Also one to pen letters to the police, he did so by way of puzzles and complex cryptographs, boasting about his feats and demanding that his letters be published on page one of the newspapers or else the body count would rise. This killer would hunt his victims, usually young couples in secluded areas before carrying out his work. Similarities in method and physical description have led some to postulate that the Zodiac and Phantom Killer may be the same. Regardless, the, the Zodiac Zodiac has left a grisly legacy all to their own. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.